If you have your Bibles with you this evening, please open them up to the book of Zechariah. I'll be reading from Zechariah chapter 13, verses 1 through 9, which is basically the whole chapter. In that day there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. And it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land, and they shall no more be remembered, and also I will cause the prophets and the unclean spirits to pass out of the land. And it shall come to pass that when any shall yet prophesy, then his father and his mother that begat him shall say unto him, Thou shalt not live, for thou speakest lies in the name of the Lord. And his father and his mother that begat him shall thrust him through when he prophesieth. And it shall come to pass in that day that the prophet shall be ashamed every one of his vision when he hath prophesied, neither shall they wear a rough garment to deceive. But he shall say, I am no prophet, I am an husbandman, for man taught me to keep cattle from my youth. And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd, and the sheep shall be scattered, and I will turn mine hand upon the little ones. And it shall come to pass that in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined. And I will try them as gold is tried. They shall come on my name. They shall call on my name. Sorry. And I will hear them. I will say, it is my people. And they shall say, the Lord is my God. We'll just keep reading from that spot right there from chapter 14, verses 1 through 9. It says, Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not, shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of the battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half of the mountain shall move toward the north and half of it toward the south. Then you shall flee through my mountain valley, for the mountain valley shall reach to Azal. Yes you, shall, yes, you shall flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Thus the Lord my God will come, and all the saints with you. It shall come to pass in that day that there will be no light, and the lights will diminish. It shall be one day which is known to the Lord, neither day nor night. But at evening time it shall happen, that it will be light. And in that day it shall be that living waters shall flow from Jerusalem, half of them toward the eastern sea and half of them toward the western sea. In both summer and winter it shall occur. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day it shall be. The Lord is one and his name one. 
The next reading will be from John chapter 4, verses 7 through 14. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samarian woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samarians. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Father, we bow humbly before you, thanking you for every blessing. We thank you for being our God, our creator, and of the greatness and majesty which you present to all the earth, being the creator. We're thankful, Father, for giving your son that he was willing to come to this earth and die that we might have everlasting life. And as we have just read, that everlasting life is that everlasting water, where when we drink from it, we will never thirst again, that when we obey you, we will be satisfied in in ways uh, that has never been heard of before. That if we obey your will someday, we'll live with you forever by your side where there is no suffering and sorrow and tears and we'll never be thirsty again. Give us strength in this life, Father, to always remember you. Our lives become so full of the things that pertain to this life and everyday problems and living that sometimes we forget about you. We ask you to give us the strength to always have you in the front of our mind that we might uh, use that influence and, and that demonstration of love to build ourselves up so that we can always be found pure and holy in your sight. Be with us throughout our lives here upon the earth and help us to fight to the end that we might someday be at home with you. It's through your Son's name we pray these things. In Christ's name, amen.